This is Scanner School session number 58, a very first look at the new unit in SDS 200. Welcome to the Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. So welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. This podcast is here to teach you everything that you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. That's all we talk about here. It's just anything related to scanner radios. It's one of my most favorite hobbies, and uh, hopefully it is one of yours too. Now, this is an exciting time for me because I, I suffer from NSD, or what I like to call new scanner disease. Anytime a new scanner comes out, I have to buy it, and this is no exception here. The new unit in SDS-200 is on its way out the door. Now, many people who are beta testers have already been teasing the rest of us with YouTube videos on the unit, how it works, how it looks. They've been doing live streams, and I am drooling for one of these radios. In fact, I even did a teaser video myself on my YouTube channel, and I just went over a couple of the highlights of the radio. And that's kind of what I want to do on this podcast here today is um, is go through what the radio is going to have and then when I finally get my radio, we'll follow it up. Again, like we did the SDS-100, I'll do a live unboxing. So make sure you follow us on YouTube because that's where I'm going to be doing this one. The last one I did over on Facebook, this one I want to try doing on YouTube just to change up a little bit. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, scannerschool.com slash YouTube. That way you find out exactly when it is that we're going to go live. And again, when you subscribe to us on YouTube, make sure you click on that bell. Now that's... Again, how you can be notified that we're going to go live. Again, we'll we'll make sure we hit the email list. We'll make sure again that we you know post on social media that we've got the scanner. But mine's ordered. I am waiting for delivery. And if you want to know where I got mine from, I got mine from Scanner Master. And again, I'm an affiliate with Scanner Master. So if you're looking for a scanner and you want to help out Scanner School, just go to scannerschool.com/sds200. Again, scannerschool.com/sds200. That'll take you right over to the Scanner Master page where you can order or pre-order, depending when you're listening to this, uh, the SDS-200, and we'll make a commission off of the sale. It's a great way to help support Scanner School, and it really doesn't cost you anything if you're already going to go ahead and buy the radio. So, uh, you know, it's a great way to help support us. So, again, let's take a quick tour on the SDS-200. And, again, I don't have mine yet, but when I do, I am going to, you know, do the unboxing and we'll go through it and we'll we'll actually get some videos on this one. Now, for anybody too who's saying, what about the STS-100? Yes, I know. I owe you all some information on the STS-100. I have my nose in the book right now. I have notes galore. I have topics on hand ready to go for YouTube videos. I've been a little bit slow on getting the blog posts up there, but I have something very exciting in the works for the SDS-100. Now, I'm not really ready to announce what it is yet, but it's coming in the next couple of months. So again, keep your ears up on the podcast, keep your eyes on the emails and social medias, because what I have coming for the SDS-100 is pretty exciting, at least in my point of view. So the SDS-200 is the mobile or desktop version of the SDS-100. So who really needs the SDS-200? Let's start there. What type of market is this for? Because this radio is a top tier dollar point. All right. We're looking at US dollars. We're looking at six ninety nine, right? Almost seven hundred dollars seven hundred US dollars 
for this radio. Now, just to put things in comparison, the 536 when it came out was only $100 less than this radio. And of course, you know me with the NSD, new scanner disease, I did buy a 536 and a 436. I mean, you have to, right? So, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's just one of these things that I got to buy it. But again, do you need to buy this radio? Well, if you don't have P25, if you don't have the need for NXDN or DMR, uh, Pro Voice, then really, you know, this is a novelty item for you. But if you do have P25 and you do suffer with simulcast, this is the kind of radio that you're going to be looking for because it has an IQ receiver in it, which basically means it looks at the 3D view of the signal as it comes into the scanner. So instead of looking at the 2D um, you know, picture of it and trying to piece back things together again, and when things come out of phase, that's when your scanner has problems putting the, the dits and dots back together again. Um, there's really a really bad explanation of this, but for those of us who are old enough to remember ghosting on analog TV... That's not really a simulcast, that's path delay, but that can really be translated into simulcast because you are getting multiple signals of the same broadcast hitting the scanner. So where you used to see, like if you look at an analog TV signal and you would see, like example, you're watching the news and you'd see the anchor at, the, at his desk, but you also see one that was slightly behind him um, and off to the side, that was what we call ghosting. That's what the receiver is kind of receiving when it... Um, when you have a simulcast situation. Just like the TV, it couldn't sync up the two frames together to just give you one clear picture. The scanner has a hard time doing that when it comes to digital. Now, of course, you know with digital, it's got to be all or nothing. So when your scanner has a hard time figuring out where things go in a digital signal, that's when you have problems with simulcast reception. The SDS-200 and the SDS-100 are made to look at the full signal and put things back together because it knows where things are supposed to be. All right. It's really the best way I can explain it to you and keep things at the 30,000 foot view. All right. We're not going to go into IQ right now because we'll never leave the topic. I want this to be about the SDS 200. So the SDS 200 is really for those of us who have NSD, who need the latest and greatest, that just like playing with, you know, toys or have a need for simulcast, and we're really getting beat up by simulcast. Me, I don't fall into the simulcast category yet. All right, My local system, I'm fine with P25 and, and DMR. I don't have a simulcast issue. My neighboring county, though, that's going to be a problem. Both sides of me, actually. New York City is to my, to my west. Suffolk County to my east. Suffolk County is just launching a brand new system. So uh, they're going to have simulcast issues out in Suffolk County. So, you know, this is my really first... Example of going to play with one, and, and they're launching that system now. So I really look forward to playing around with uh, the STS-100 and 200 versus the 436 and 536 out in my neighboring county. So the very first thing, though, we see when we look at this scanner is the enormous display. Now, if you haven't seen any pictures of this scanner, again, I invite you to go to my YouTube channel where I have a video on what the scanner looks like, uh, scannerschool.com slash YouTube. It's a, again, just like the STS-100, it's a multi-line color display that you can customize. You can basically pick whatever options you want in certain parts of the screen. You have a very simplified view and you have a gorgeous detailed view. So detailed view will give you your RSSI or your received signal strength indicator, unit IDs, uh, the WAC and the system ID. Basically anything that is broadcast over the scanner needs to know 
it can display on the screen. You can change the colors. So it's really nice. But again, the screen is large. It's 3.5 inches high, right? And what that really translates into, I'm sorry for all you European guys, I only have the specs here in inches, but I'll flip the card here for you. It's a DIN E size. So where a standard DIN is 180 millimeters by 50 millimeters, and a double DIN would be 180 millimeters by 100 millimeters, the DIN E is 180 by 75 millimeters. So basically it's 1.5 DIN, all right? The BCT15X, the 996, you know, all of those other scanners that were out there, not the 99, not the uh, the 780, 75, that's a different ballpark here. But the most recent mobile scanners by unit in the 536, the 996s, uh, the 15s, those models were all DIN size. So the SDS 200 is one and a half times the height of those radios. Okay, so it's, it's going to be a little bit larger. So what else do we notice about the radio? Well, there's a LED icon or a Dell LED indicator that you can customize based on however you want to set it up. You know, blue for police, red for fire, green for EMS. So that's there as well. The rotary knob that you go up and down with the channel selector. Again, that's typical for these scanners. Push it in for the function. Turn it to go up and down through the menu system. Nothing there's really changed. And below that, you also have a headphone jack. Below the screen... We have three soft keys. What happens with those soft keys is as you change functions in the radio, those three buttons will change functions. Uh, the functions that those buttons will do will be listed right above them in the display. So it's a nice way to reuse certain radios. And again, it, this isn't anything new uh, on the radio front, but it's new basically to uh, to unit in with the SDS 100 and 200. So you know it's nice to be able to have that save some real estate on there as well. On the keypad side of things, we have a full keypad, uh, full numbers, you know, one through zero, a dot, an enter. Below it, you have avoid. You have your record, replay, and your zip services. Now, in my YouTube video, I did say that it was new to have the avoid there. What I was really saying was it's a new placement of the avoid button. Okay, normally the avoid button was underneath the long row on the 536, uh, on the SD, um, I'm sorry, on the 536, and also on the... Um, uh, on the uh, 436, the avoid button. I'm looking at it right here. Where actually is the avoid button? It's actually in the top uh, left corner of the keypad. So it's in a different spot if you look at the comparison between the, um, the, the the 536 and the 436. I like it where it is though on the on the on the um, on the STS 200. It's more of a lockout position basically where it is. Uh, again, the dot sign is also your only priority key. The E is also your yes key. But what's really interesting is that the squelch dial is also now your menu button. So you push in the squelch button to activate the menus. So that's something new. What else is new on this radio? It has a USB-A connector, which is the old typical rectangle USB ports. It has a micro USB, which is basically the go-to USB adapter at this time. Uh, anybody, uh, well, it's not, I mean... 
I guess USB-C is now the new one, but um, this is a very popular, you know, it's found basically on all electronic devices. It's not the same connector, though, that was found on the SDS-100, the 325. Even the TRX-1 doesn't use that for your Whistler folks, right? This is more for, like, the Android phones, uh, Raspberry Pis, a lot of electronic gears uh, use this micro USB adapter. And, of course, on the front, we have our micro USB uh, sorry, our micro SD card, which is what holds the Home Patrol database on it. Um, but we also have a LAN port on the front of the unit. Now, this LAN port is how you program and communicate with the scanner. I'm not really too thrilled to see this personally because um, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how this connects to your computer. Do you have to plug it into a switch, an Ethernet switch? Uh, can you use the USB... USB-A port with your old Wi-Fi dongle that came from the 536. Uh, so again, can you use the USB port and plug it into your computer in order to update the SD card? So, you know, I'm hoping that it's USB controlled to this to the radio, I mean to the computer, and then it has LAN and it's hardwired in that way because I think really it was issues with the Wi-Fi adapter, though I've never really had any issues with Wi-Fi. So we'll see how that plays out once I get the scanner. Now again, you know, we can look at some other YouTube videos, too, of other users who have an early release of the SDS-200. Again, jealous, yes. But, uh, again, we'll cover that, you know, when I start my full-on review of the SDS-200. As we flip the radio around, we look at the back of the radio, we notice some new things back here. So, we have a typical BNC antenna port. We have our standard speaker jack. We have another micro USB port in the back we have our standard 12 volt dc port that all the unidin scanners have as well as the three prong typical unidin uh power port which gives you your 12 volts in gives you your ground and it also gives you a secondary 12 volt which is for the dimmer you would run that into your fuse panel into something like your headlights or your you know your wipers and that would dim the display on the scanner so it dims at night which is pretty cool but what's really interesting on the back of the scanner is it has another like RJ45 or 11 jack. I'm really not sure what the size of it is because I don't have one in front of me. But it looks like a LAN port, but it's not a LAN port. There's no DB9 on this. There's no serial connections on this scanner. So the GPS is actually one of these RJ45 or 11 uh, plugs. Which means now instead of using the, uh, the G what is it, the, the BC or the Bearcat GPSK, or the Bearcat GPS kit, you now need the CB GPSK. So don't buy the BC, buy the CB. That one has the modular jack that you need for the STS-200. Now, I've been looking around for pricing, and every place says it's either sold out or not yet available. It's the same GPS connector, the same GPS puck you'll need for if you have the... Um, the CB885 tracker, it's the same one as that. So, you know, I think Unit is kind of changing things around again, but we'll take a look. All in all, you know, the radio is pretty, pretty interesting. Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my little side businesses. East Coast Pagers specializes in paging. It's what we do. So for Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone pagers, I actually sell a lot of those one-way PogSag pagers to a lot of departments that still use those. So if your department still needs the old-style beepers, reach out to us. We carry them. We also carry the P25 
pagers by unication, the G4, the G5, unication G1s, the S-Quad voice, the S-Quad 360s, and we can get you the accessories for your older uh, Swiss phone products as well. We sell a lot of unication accessories, amplify chargers, desktop chargers, replacement belt clips, cases, you name it, we've got it. So check out eastcoastpagers.com, eastcoastpagers.com for your one-stop shop for all your pager needs. Okay, so let's look at some of the specs on the scanner. We went through a little tour on what the scanner looked like. Let's look at the guts here. Let's go through what, what really you're buying here. So again, we talked about the large color display. We talked about the DIN uh, chassis size, the DIN E chassis size, um, the external speaker jack, the future expansion USB A jack. So we'll see what that's for. What does this do, though? It actually gives us what they call the Trunk Tracker X, right? That's what they're marketing for the SDS-100. They're calling this also a Trunk Tracker X as well. So that means it does the P25 Phase 1, Phase 2. It does Motorola Type 1, Type 2, EDAX, and LTR trunking. It also supports Moto Turbo Capacity Plus and Connect Plus. We've talked about these in previous podcasts, right? DMR Tier 3. Hytera XPT, single-channel DMR, uh, also NXDN, and EDAX Pro Voice. So from those specs right there, you will need to pay an extra fee for the DMR and Hytera, right? It's all wrapped into one. NXDN will be another paid upgrade. And the EDAX Pro Voice is yet another paid upgrade. But you only need to buy what you need here. So in my neck of the woods... Yeah, DMR is pretty useful. NXDN is a nice to have, but we don't have any EDAX Pro Voice, so I don't need to buy that. So your money may vary as to what it is you need to upgrade into. So again, this is a Home Patrol style radio, which means you would need to use Uniden Sentinel to not only upgrade the Home Patrol database, but also to upgrade the firmware in the scanner. Very simple process. If you're a Mac user like I am, you could install Parallels, and that will allow you to run Windows on your Mac. I know, cardinal sin. Uh, again, you can always plug it into your Windows 10, Windows 7 computer, and be off to the races that way as well in a native environment. You could also use Sentinel to program in your favorites list and also tweak the scanner. And I, I recommend using Sentinel to just really to do anything in the scanner, to be honest with you. And we'll have other videos on how to do that on our YouTube as well. So again, if you haven't done so yet, scannerschool.com slash YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. One thing I recommend, though, is there is the 8GB micro SD card. Upgrade that. It doesn't cost you much. Get yourself a larger, I believe it goes up to 64 gigabytes, which is what the scanner can hold. Get yourself something that's a class 10, so you have the fast read-write speeds. And you're going to want those if you're using the included recording, playback, and replay functions. Of course, you can also use this as a very fancy fire pager. It does do fire tone out alerts, and I believe it only does it for analog. I haven't seen anything that says it supports it on P25 or um, trunking the same way the G5, the Unication G5 works. So this may be an analog-only type of fire tone out. Of course, it does do weather alerts like all the other scans do. It's nice because it does typically you know, the CTCSS, the DCS, NAC decoding for you P25 guys. But it also does RAN and color code decoding for NXDN and DMR. So one other thing that's very interesting is, again, this is before the scanner has been released. 
Unit has already pushed out the very first firmware upgrade for this unit. And it basically turns off and on a software filter. And what this filter is supposed to do is um, filter down if you're in a strong RF environment. It's supposed to allow the scanner to then pick up some transmission that's been missing. A lot of people have been complaining about the SDS-100. Now, again, I haven't seen it here. But when you're in a uh, pretty heavy RF environment, you're missing. It's pretty deaf in the VHF range and UHF range. So this filter is supposed to uh, improve that. Uh, a lot of people online are saying that it works well so, and that their SDS-100s are now working better than they were out of the box. So I expect this improvement to really really be transparent to anybody with the STS-200 because if you take it out of the box and you plug it in and the first thing you do is do a database update and a, and a firmware update, you know, you'll be, you'll have that new filter in there right away. So this scanner is, uh, you know, like I said, it's top of line. It does come at a price tag. But if you take the cost of inflation, um, you know, what costs you $700 now is still expensive. But if you remember what you paid for your Pro 2004, I mean, my 785 cost me about 350 400 bucks when I bought it back in the day and that didn't even include the p25 car the p25 car was another 350 bucks so right then and there my 785d was a $600 scanner uh when did that come out about the 2000 time frame maybe 2001 so I mean that's still expensive by today's scan standards you know 18 years ago that was very expensive so you know new things cost money and when people say, oh, it's expensive radio, yes, you're right. It is a very expensive radio. But I think it basically is holding the line of where today's value of the dollar is as well. That doesn't excuse anything, but that's just my point of view when it comes to when people say, ah, oh, it's too much money. I can't afford it. Hey, that's that's everybody's thing, right? Me, I have NSD, new scanner disease. I bought it. I can't help it. Just don't tell my wife. All right, guys, that is it for the week. Now, again, remember, I am doing some YouTube videos on this as soon as I get it. We'll do an unboxing video. If you want to check it out, again, remember, scannerschool.com slash YouTube. Just like I was doing or supposed to be doing on the SDS-100 over at sds100review.com, I now have sds200review.com where I'll be documenting, hopefully in much better detail and more timely fashion, uh, my review on the SDS 200. So I do have somebody helping me out on this one. So that should help get that process done faster. And that same person person is now helping me out with the SDS 100 to at least get those thoughts from, uh, from chicken scratch onto a blog post. All right. So that is definitely also still coming. We're still working on that. So if you want to know more about the SDS one, uh, SPS 200, I recommend going to SDS 200review.com sign up for the email newsletter over there we're only going to talk about SDS 200s on that new on that email list we're not going to talk about scanner school over there so that's a dedicated list just for the SDS 200 and we'll we'll link to everything in the session notes so again if you're looking to buy an SDS 200 scannerschoolcom SDS 200 would really help us out if you used our link uh, SDS 200 review is where I'll be posting my reviews on my YouTube channels where we'll be posting some videos on the scanner itself and finally once i get the radio in hand and we do the unboxing video again we'll do that on youtube we'll uh circle back around and we'll do a full-on detail review on how i like this scanner and, and how it works and how it compares to the 536 and how it also compares to the sds 100 
So that's it for the week. I want to thank you all again for being there. And of course, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Brian Southworth, Dan, James Felling, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, Mark Beebe, Raymond Hill, and William Arcand. I want to thank all of you for your continued Patreon support. Again, if anybody else wants to help support us on Patreon in any other way, scannerschool.com slash support. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week for our Ask Scanner School. We got something different this week for Ask Scanner School. I did a consulting call with somebody, and you will be a fly on the wall as I help walk them through a couple of questions they had about their scanning uh, and their setup. All right, guys, till next Tuesday, I want to say 7-3. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. I want to say thanks again for your listening and your continued support. We'll catch you all again next week.